This is Jim, and welcome to Second Chance Moped Podcast. And welcome everybody to another week of Second Chance Moped Podcast. And we're here, we're back, we're in the basement, I'm doing laundry, I'm working on mopeds, I got to ride, I got to, okay, everybody, I'm sick, I got a cold, it was coming on during work, and I actually postponed on my guest earlier today, and then I'm just like, dude, then it's not going to come out till Friday or Saturday, I'm like, all right. Let me let me get off the couch. Let me get some coffee in me. Hold on, we'll get a little more. Cool. <sighs> had to get some <laughs> had to get some more coffee in me. Went out to the garage. Oh, one of the reasons why I was upset because I started this terrible habit in mopeds now. It's called leak down testing. And once you it's kind of like, you know, I'm going to keep this PG. I'm not going to make the analogy like I have been all week. But once you start it, you can't stop. And I was putting a motor back together because I had to put a new crank, crank seals in. Second Hobbit motor this year. I've had to do that. Really happy about that. And I had, and I stole the idea from Lee Pinkerton, but I'm a single guy, so I can just throw it all the way in the bat. I can throw my motors in the bathtub, and I don't have anybody here to yell at me about that. And I saw two things. A, a Reed, Hobbit reed block that actually leaked which was amazing to me. Um, I didn't think that was a thing, but it was, and it did. And then also a tiny little just air bubble coming out of my base gasket area. And it was my fault for being sloppy. So I took I took the cylinder off, took the head off, all that good stuff. And I saw that I hadn't cut my case gasket deep enough. You know how you, Hobbit people, you get that case gasket, you made the two sides together. You got cut it. There was just a little bit, and you could see the indentation in the base gasket. So when I'm putting motors together, I, I'm a lazy person. I'll be the first one to admit it. So, But I didn't want to be lazy because the second time I did it, I recut a new base gasket, put it all together. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll hit my guest up, see if he's up to it. I'm feeling better. My guest was awesome enough to say, yeah, okay. Um I've gotten in I've gotten in the habit of using that spray gasket stuff on my cylinder heads, even my head gaskets, which I'll run I'm 50-50 for running. Um and just sprayed the shit out of that and threw some laundry in and here we are and I'm going to let my guest introduce himself right now. Hey, what's up? I'm Arturo, Chicago from Los Moranos. Right on, right on, my guy. All right, you've heard the show. You know the routine here on Second Chance Moped Podcast. We go through people's moped journey, i.e. the very first time they ever saw a moped to the middle part to the end, or to what it is today. So, Arturo, let me ask you this. What is your very first memory of ever seeing a moped? Not necessarily getting on, but like the first time you can conceptually remember that was a moped. Um, I would say I was working at a bike shop. Uh, I kept seeing... I remember I saw Dan from the Hot and Ready's walk in, buy something. Then Colleen, uh, ex uh, from the Hot and Ready, come in, buy something. Then uh, I saw Tom, and Tom was buying a lot of weird shit. Tom's Uzumoto. So I asked him, what are you doing with all this? And he told me, oh, it's for mopeds. So he invited me over to the castle, and that's where I first saw my first moped. Uh, and, and I wanted one. Uh, bought one like a week later. Bought a chow. Uh, kind of like, it's, I guess a little too much for our first moped. I think it should be a pook. 
and Tom gave me some four star mags. Nice. Uh, gave me a new a new fork to replace the bent one and got me going on a stock chow. Dude, those things I actually so I've got a couple everybody hears me talk about my chows on the show. Like I was gonna go down to Kansas City this weekend and I was gonna give one of my chows not to have. I was gonna allow Marie, my friend down there, she's like the Vespa Queen. Actually, her boyfriend is a lot better at Vespas at this point than her. But, you know, Marie can just collect her C's down there. Uh, I was going to, she wants, she wants to rebuild my chow. So I'm like, I'll bring it down. You can, but you can't have it there. I have a, I have an affection for chow. So like, they're just, they're, 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 they're awesome. They're the most exhilarating 25 mile an hour. You can ever go on a stock moped. Quick takeoff. Yeah. Dude, they're rad as fuck. Yeah. Um, you know, they're basically almost like a hobby. You think about it: transmission in the rear. Yep. No, they're nothing they're but like, uh, uh, even fun. sketchier Hobbit because, like, just how light they are, dude. That's what makes them like, yeah. like. And I have the base models, so I have square post, no suspension. I love it. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. So, and you know me, mm-hmm. like I love I to make it all fit in my head. Do you know what kind of time frame we're looking here? Uh, what year this was? Man, I would say about 14, 15 years ago. Right on, right on. Yeah, I was going to like my time yeah. frame of Chicago. Like I know the castle has been gone a long time and sad to say. But um, and do you guys do you remember what those guys were buying at the bike shop? Was it just like brake cables, NARPs, that type of stuff or tubes or handlebars, uh, brake cables, pedals, grips? Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, no NARPs. No NARPs. <laughs> right on. All right. So you had that chow. You're you got to go. How? How was that for you, especially in Chicago traffic, dude? Like, oh, sucks sucks i remember back then we used to have the meetups over at uh cobra lounge this one like biker bar mm-hmm. uh, on thursdays and i at first i i was kind of scared to go with them you know being the bike so slow and me not really used to riding mopeds but being a bike messenger you know that helped so i remember going over there cobra lounge off we go and there i am all the way in the back trying to catch <laughs> up because everybody's kidded yeah, and then I kind of developed the whole like, okay, if I pedal, you know, in the beginning, this will give me a head start. So before the light, you know, turn yellow, I'm already gone. I'm half a block down, and then here they come. And <laughs> it it was horrible. Uh, every time it was it was a workout riding with them. Dude, I can't even imagine. Like I didn't have the stones <laughs> to try to make group rides on stock hobbits. Like, and like my my hobbits were. You know, the Welsh plug was punched out of them. They fell out probably sometime in the 80s. And, like, I was just rolling around my neighborhood a lot. Um, so, dude, big props on you for try, trying to, you know, do group rides and, like, consistently to uh, stock chow. That's, yeah, that's top-notch. How long, how did you evolve in your moped career then? Like, obviously, you got past the chow, or did you try kidding the chow? Or, do you like, what was the next step is what I'm kind of wondering. Well, I saw on eBay uh kitted or parts bike. It was uh, a Bravo. And okay. and I I 
the, the guy didn't sell it. And I messaged him. I was like, yeah, hey, you know, I lowballed him. I'll give you, I forget, I forget the price back then, but I'll, I'll give you this much. He came with uh, extra parts and his tools. He said, yeah. Went to the north side, picked it up at some uh, U-Haul place. And I had Mike Berry help me uh, kit it. I remember my little kit. And basically went, went a lot on it. And after I got it running, yeah, now it does only 38. <laughs> and wheelies the fuck out of most, out of any of my bikes is the scariest bike. Just, really? Oh, yeah. It just wheelies like, oh, man, it's, it's scary. It's scary. Um, I, so I stopped riding it. I would love, I've never been on a fast Vespa. Like I've been on some Dang. fast, I've been on some fast Vespa scooters and I've been on some like, just, you know, I've been, lo- I've been loaned some, uh, C's and stuff like that. But you know, they're, as I, I'll always say, they're like stock plus, like you, yeah. they might, they might have a kit on them, but they still have stock variators, stock clutches, that type of stuff. Well, like, well, it's the, you got to put different gears in the back, which I found out later. And I found out they're like $150, $200. So yeah. I was a, fuck that. I gave up on it. <laughs> well, dude, that was, you know, I, this is the third and last time I'm selling uh, a guy a moped because two of these bikes I've sold them have gotten stolen that, and I won't go into the whole deal of it, but I'm like, okay, so if I'm going to sell you a bike this time, he's got a, he's got a garage. You can put it in. I'm like, you got to put it in there every night. Okay. And it's a, it's a moped that isn't running right now. And I gave him the price. I go, but if you want it to run, we're going to have to at least put a new crank in new seals, new case, case gasket, new gaskets, and you can keep the stock cylinder on there. Want if you want, or we can kind of step up and do all this stuff. He's, we I just did, you know, basic Hobbit stuff like Melosi kit, like, a 17.5 Polini carb, you know, intake and just stuff like that. And it got up to be like 1200 bucks. He's like, I only spent 300 bucks on that bike. You see why nobody's in mopeds? Because like the <laughs> the bikes, the bikes are cheap, but like it's once you start adding all this shit on, it's like F me, but dude, you know, it's so freaking addicting. It's I love it. It is the speed. It's the speed. Yeah. It's that power to weight ratio, dude. It's just riding the lightning bolt. I love it. It's, and I'm, I'm trying to do this year is the year of the 24 mile an hour moped. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get that campaign going. I'm going to show up at a rally, dude, not Chicago rally, but I'm going to show up to a rally on a stock chow. And just, <laughs> I got one. I got one for you. If you want to, dude, Chicago you show No, dude, I'm telling you, let's go to black pipes. I'm trying to get like, I'm, I'm here to fuck up chase basically. <laughs> um but yeah so on to your story like you got that that bravo like so i heard you kind of disappointed but was it also exhilarating like what was your kind of feelings like yeah i spent all this money i went 38 mile an hour like well because it's i remember it was a grand rapids uh it was they they had a rally and i think actually yeah that was my first rally and okay uh they, I don't know if my bike broke or I can't remember, but Colleen, Tom's girlfriend at the time, lent me her bike and she rode dubs with Tom. And that was my first time riding a kitted bike. And it was like, all right, fuck that. 
And, and what what was it? Let me let me ask what it was before. Yeah, what bike did you? What kitted bike was it? Honestly, I don't know. I think it was like a mutt bike. It just it was like a um Franken Franken bike basically. Yeah. And it, if I think maybe it was a Pook. I don't even remember the engine, but I do remember it was uh, uh, chain driven. That's all okay. I remember. I was gonna get. I was guessing V one just because you know hot and ready. He's Italiano, whatever. Um, Probably Tom was a V one guy. There you go. Um, yeah. So okay, let's hear about going to your like. How did you were obviously immersed in the moped culture already because you saw the hot and ready. You saw what was going on. Like, what did you think when you heard like? people did rallies they left they left town and went other places like kind of what was your kind of thoughts on that when you first got introduced to it oh that was pretty pretty badass i remember yeah just going there for the weekend they told me everything about it uh you know how to rallies back then where they were they were pretty cool everybody was into just going to rallies uh i remember sleeping like on the floor while everybody's doing whippets uh <laughs> it was just it, so different and but the thing is it's like and i always thought about this it's basically like you know i was you know i was a bike messenger 16 years and they're the same thing most people are the same thing as bike messengers yep they're all poor dirty and smelly yeah except uh bike messengers left in there <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious but, so it's a bit yeah it was the same thing it's like you know great culture mm-hmm. well and i always tell people it's like the punk rock kids who had to grow up is what it kind of is now like there's just a lot of dirty like at least what i kind of know is like at least the people i gravitate towards it's like you know punk rock kids they're like you know now we have nine to fives and we still want to get wild and stupid and like we're gonna go cause some hell now and again oh yeah everybody's awesome dude yeah like the, the whole community is awesome yeah um so you went to that first rally, you got on a kid a bike, you worked on the Bravo. Um, are you, are you like buying, but like, like kind of walk me through a little more of your progression. So later on, uh, this guy named Mike, who, uh, I forgot his girlfriend's name. Uh, they were both, uh, hot and ready's. Um, he wanted a bike. He's like, give me a bike and I'll, I'll give you his well they broke up his ex's bike it was a poop like pinto i believe or yeah it was a pinto and i hustled uh i made him a single speed bike deep dish wheels uh made it super nice and he said yeah so we traded uh tony uh cruz helped me put a i think i put an athena on it and it was kind of fast but it wasn't as fast as i wanted to Mm-hmm. And finally, uh, I think I had some time with it. And there was uh, Jerry. Uh, he's one of us, uh, Gerardo uh, Gutierrez. He's Morano. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started powder coating and we put a top tank and we put a Gila. And that truly was my first fast bike. Yeah. I've never... I've never ridden a Gila kit. I haven't, I haven't dabbled in the Pook stuff much. And like, I don't know. Oh, dude, you got to go Gila, man. Just to try it. <laughs> I, I want to, but I don't know if that'll be my first like Pook kit. I just want to like, you know how it is, dude. You've, you've ridden fast variated bikes. Like I've ridden a few fast Pooks, but like, 
I don't know if I don't know if I'm chasing speed like I once was. We'll see. I I, I say that now in the winter time, sitting in the basement. But you know, as soon as you get get back rolling again, um. So you played with that pook, like yeah. And then how? What was the what was the breaking down like in Chicago at that point? Were you guys like? Yeah, that's that just interests me because like now I just like carry a lock in an uber app <laughs> like i mean that's um it, i mean it, it depends it's like now i actually bought a truck that fits a six foot long moped six foot bed yep and mopeds are about just under six feet so it's perfect uh but before you break down you know hopefully somebody in the group has a truck um i know i got picked up before and but same thing you lock it up I rode with Dubs with uh, Jerry once. He brought me back home, got on my truck, came back, picked it up. Uh, I don't know, just call anybody you know, basically. Mm -hmm. And or you take, but over here we have great transportation too. You take the bus back, um, or you get a hatchback and you throw it in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's 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 not that bad. It's not that bad. Um, you talk about hot and ready's and stuff like that. Like, what was you're in the Los Moranos now, but like, was there a time where you were, did you, did you, like, how did the Los Moranos come around? Like, that's kind of like, I don't know shit about shit when it comes to Chicago. Like I always heard about Logan lions. I finally saw, I finally saw similar patches when I went to the retirement rally, you guys helped put help lead this year. But like talk about like the formula Los Moranos. So Los Moranos again, that bike shop, local bike shop at Adam Pilsen. Um, Jerry came in, and uh, this guy, I never met him, but this other coworker of mine would always call him Geronimo because his name is Gerardo. And I know, we just became friends. Uh, I, I don't know if I had my moped there and he saw it. I'm not sure. But then me and him, then he bought a moped. He bought a Honda. And then me and him were like, oh, fuck this. It's not our own gang. So then we became Los Tacos. <laughs> and then we started joking around. Well, I'm a carne asada taco. You're a video taco. Then uh, later on, we just started getting more people. Then Greg joined. Greg uh, Hansen. Yeah. You know, he's he's a he's a pretty big sake guy. So we're like, oh well, he can't be a taco. He's a burrito. <laughs> so then uh, DVD came, and we're like, he's Taco Bell taco because he's white. Um, <laughs> so we just started like joking around, whatever. As we're all forming, and I don't know, we we became we became pretty big pretty fast. You know, met a lot of cool people. Uh, everybody, well, mostly everybody knew Oso. Great guy. Um, go to rallies. I don't know. That's how we became uh, from Los Tacos to Moranos. And Moranos <laughs> means, uh, it means like pig, you know, like yeah. dirty. But also it means like dirty, like nasty, dirty, filthy, you know. So, and that's how the name came to be. Dude, that's rad. I like, I like, I finally have the origin. I always find origin stories great. I mean, some clubs you just hear like, you know, we just got sick of fighting. We we're trying to apply to MA and we all just kind of, okay, this is the one that everybody hates the least. Um, I've, I've heard that a few times. That, it's like, that actually happened. Uh, I think our first year we we're like, oh, let's apply to MA. They said no. So we're like, fuck you then. So <laughs> we're not going to kiss anybody's ass. You know, the thing is, it's about moped gangs. You're, you're here to have fun. You're here to hang out yeah. because, you know, what does MA do for you? 
I couldn't tell. I'm retired, dude. Like, that's what I can say. Like, <laughs> I'm, re- I'm retired and I'm basking in my retirement. I don't know, dude. It's, it's silly is what it is. Like it's, it, I, d- I do, I go back and forth with any organization. I think Moped Army, I like the website because it's a great central location for us to, you know, get rally spots or like yeah. see where the rallies are. Cause Facebook's so scattered like that. It's a good place for archived information. Once you weed yeah. through the 90% of the bullshit, like I agree. I agree. But I don't know. It just, it felt like a smack in the face and we're just like, we're not gonna, if anybody wants us, okay, let us know, but we're not gonna try to apply every year. Yeah. You know? So, and we're the thing is we're the longest, the Murano's officially, we got about 10 or 11 years now. Uh-huh. You know? So you guys are the oldest club in Chicago right now. So fucking rock and roll on you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We got a new one, um, which not sure if they're going to keep the name, but the worst. Yeah. You know, the worst are, man, hella cool guys. Great guys. You know, they also helped. Uh, they basically also did the ride. Uh, yep. It was, it was the Moranos and the worst leading uh, the hot and ready's rides. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and let's talk about like okay, I know you guys are doing rides in Chicago. I mean, COVID was hard for everybody, and like you saw the downfall of a lot of clubs because of that, which is a bummer. But you see kind of the emergence of some newer clubs, and the worst came out of that, which is a rad. Uh, but how did like when did you guys start doing rides on Tuesdays? Is it in Chicago or like, yeah? It, it- it, the thing is, it changed. I remember there has never been a ride on Fridays. Uh, it's always been like either Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, and actually, the worst do some rides, but by themselves, only the group on Fridays. And those rides, they go into the suburbs, like Wheaton and Hoffman Estates. No, actually not Hoffman Estates. <laughs> Forget what it's called, but pretty far north. Mm-hmm. And it's dark as fuck, and it's it's pretty dope what they do. I, I've gone with them a few times, um, but it just always changed. It always changed. Uh, Gilotti was one of the ones that like was keeping it going, uh, but after his accident, he stopped. So now it's uh, basically the worst. Uh, now uh, we'll, they'll announce it. You know, um, we'll talk about it. Then they'll announce it. Like who's leading the ride, and everybody has like a route they like. Uh, yeah. I usually, I usually do the soft side route. Um, this guy, Dan, he made a route, not even his own neighborhood, basically coming like Southwest to another hot dog spot. Uh, yeah, everybody just has like their own route. It's, 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 a, it's pretty dope how they do it. Right on dude. Um, and that's when, have you guys started kicking around when you're going to start them back up for the year? Cause I mean, it's Midwest dude. It's. <laughs> It's, you know, we're not doing it in December. Yeah. They actually, supposedly this new guy who's not an open gang was saying that he was going to lead the route this Tuesday. The worst showed up. They were the only ones that showed up to the ride. I I was working. I would have gone. Mm-hmm. But they were the only ones that showed up to the ride. Like these guys, they're out there year round, especially uh, uh, Mike. Mm-hmm. He he's the guy with the well, he's actually one of the first ones of uh, Honda Urban, because you know how they all have Urbans now. Okay, yeah, yeah. I uh, saw a few of them, uh, dude. I've got an affection. I've got 
I've got an affection for Urbans. Like they're they're pretty rad. I've got a deal on an Express SR. I'm gonna be picking up here in probably a couple of weeks, which is Urban, not really at all, but it's kind of the same. Uh, kinda, kinda. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, we're picking it up again. Uh, and the thing is, once weather gets here, I think. Well, I mean, we'll ride. I think the coldest. 50s 60s for sure yeah so we're just waiting for it to heat up because it is i mean it gets pretty cold here in the midwest as you know oh yeah dude well this weekend's gonna get warm my guy like that was that's why i was tempted to go down to kc because it's gonna be like 80 down there this weekend Dang, that yeah. is nice, dude that's i i can do cold weather but give me 90 in humidity any day of the week like i'd rather do that than the cold um but like We'll talk about rallies a little bit. Like, what's pro? Why don't you throw out what was your like one of your favorite rallies that you'll always like? That was the one, or what? Yeah, just throw out some of your favorite rallies you've been to. My the my best rally I've ever been to, and I think like I talked to some people, and a lot of them agree, is Gromicon. Basically, all the non uh, MA official gangs through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clark Brothers, No Nos, uh, Goshen. Um, oh man, I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh, from Texas, I forget her name, Lucy. Yeah, I heard uh, Lucy did a lot of work for that. She did so much. Her and Patrick. <laughs> yeah, I heard they were Chase. They did so much work. <laughs> uh, Patrick from Kalamazoo. Yeah. Uh, Clark Brothers. You know, everybody. We just got in there. Uh. What's his name? Uh, Moto Brocane, uh, also known as Goshen, as oh, Josh, hey. as Gagnus Magnendorf. Oh, yeah. I don't know why he keeps changing his names. Because uh, he, he gets spicy and he pisses everybody off. And then he. Yeah. Change. Well, he, you know, he's done shitty deals. Uh, yeah. That's, but, that's what I hear. Uh, but he actually picked a great spot. Uh, it was a campsite all to ourselves. Uh, we all had our own cabin, and the unity there that weekend was so fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, because you really had nowhere to go, so you you hung out. And I, for me, that was the best rally ever. Uh, the ride sucked. I remember it was raining. Oh. Uh, everybody, you know, nobody has plastics. Everybody started getting water in their car and dying. And and Lucy and Patrick were back and forth, just picking everybody up, and then they're full. They had to go back, then again, and there was no cell phone service. So somebody's like, "Keep walking until you find cell phone service," and they try to find you. It was, but that was for me, hands down, best rally I've ever been to. And hopefully, we get more rallies like that. Hell yeah, dude! That's I love. Sometimes just riding in chase is just. I got to do that a lot last year because of my broken collarbone. Like at the whatchamacallit rally, at the Moped Brothers rally, I was riding in Chase with Dad Clark. And I had all the guys believe in me that like McCoonies just can't handle water. Because like <laughs> I, had, I, I, had the, I asked them, I'm like, what are you guys running? They all like McCoonies. I'm like, dude, what did I tell you? They can't handle it, dude. It doesn't matter if fucking water gets in, water gets in. Like it's just yeah. it, like, but I like I, for a good twenty minutes, and Greg played along with me. It was great. Um, 
What's oh, the farthest man. you've ever gone for, like, not flown, but driven for a rally? I would say it was with uh, Michael Gelati and Edward Coypan. We right went on. to New Mexico, the GOATs. Go ahead. Right on, dude. Yeah, yeah I think we were yeah. both kind of chasing each other that whole. Damn, that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> and I had a it's feeling you guys were going to fuck with me. So I locked my bike because <laughs> I'm talking to Koi Pond later on. Like he goes, because I think I showed you guys or told you guys where I was at, like the, the truck stop I was at. And like, I'm like, that was kind of a dumb move, Jim, because these guys will fuck with me. I better lock my bike to my car carrier. And I did. And Koi Pond goes, yeah, we we're thinking about stealing your bike. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's, Oh, that's more koi pond. Uh, <laughs> feeling it. Galati's more to, I'm going to take out your uh, sparkling boot, like, slowly. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that was another good rally. Still got get to, it's nice when I get to see those guys um, here and there. I don't know if I'm going to make a West Coast rally. Like, have you gotten to fly out to much stuff or do anything like that? Uh, I became friends with uh, Dylan Wallace. Okay. Uh from the land squids over in Sacramento. And was it last year or two years ago? I, I flew out to just to visit them. Uh, and they were having a moped swap meet. So okay. bought some parts, stayed at his place. Uh, he's a, he's a pretty good guy. He actually, with him, motherfucker started trolling me. <laughs> <laughs> I put a moped for sale and he, I forget what he said. And I replied, Oh no, no, I'm being trolled. And he just replied, LOL. And we became friends ever since. Yeah, Dylan's a funny guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got farthest, we got shortest. Um, want to talk about how like you, you dabbled in it? Talk about how the um, Hot and Ready's retirement came in. Um, you did. I I think you were leading the Friday night ride, but talk about how like you guys helped. Yeah, just talk how you guys helped out the Los Moranos. Uh, we basically. Well, 2018 was our the last Marano's rally, and you know, being two groups in Chicago, we had to wait till they had theirs. But then 2019, they just yeah, because it was uh 2019, they just didn't do it. Um, because yeah, 2019. I sorry, I'm trying to have flashbacks. Uh, four Marano's went to Spain, and we we met up with uh the Variolos. It's a mopa gang out there. Mm-hmm. You know, showed us everything. Come in, whatever, come back, no rally. Following year, we're thinking they're going to have it. But, oh, actually, not even following year. You know, COVID hits, 2020. Uh, and it just basically kept getting delayed until this final year. Uh, Manny, did an, Manny did an awesome job organizing everything. Yeah, uh, he did. You know, he asked us for help. And, of course, we're going to help. You know, they're from Chicago. Uh, so... I did my, yeah, I do the Friday night rides on our rallies and I get a lot of compliments. Not trying to uh, brag, but I like it. Yeah. No, you, so, you did. You hit the high spots, dude. Like everybody, ta- like, I mean, it's clear. And like, everybody talks about this, like rallies are not for the people who are from that city. Like you do the cliche chicago things and note they're cliche and cool for a reason because that's showing your city off and that's a good thing like i didn't get to hit the batman tunnels because my throttle broke and like oh that sucks yeah well i almost killed nina too because i thought i'd be nice 
Nina, Mars, and Kelly came and picked me up in the van. But I'm like, yeah. I'm going to be crazy and zany and get like a balloon animal from a vendor. And it was like blinking and flashing. And Nina's like, please shut that off, Jim. I have epilepsy. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so sorry, Nina. Didn't mean to almost kill you. <laughs> but no, dude, like, it was such a fun ride. Like, yeah. Wish yeah. I had. Yeah, then the following day, uh, again, it's like uh, Manny actually made the route. And he made the route, gave it to all of us. I uh, uh, forget who was I, – I, I know there was the worst that was leading it, and I was in the back uh, calling, you know, like in case we had stragglers or, you know, the line was too long. So uh, – but then they called an audible. I think it just got too hot and too long. Mm -hmm. And that's when we went to Lakeford Drive. Yeah, so, but that was that was pretty cool. Everybody was just blasting down there, yeah, yeah. and you know, just made it back home. So, I think, not sure how many we lost, but it, I thought it was a pretty good ride. I thought the did a great job. You can, you know, if they die, they die. In the words of Rocky, <laughs> you know, it's just the name of the game. Um, I wanted to have you on, and we'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, but. You guys are gonna throw a rally this year, aren't you? The Los Moranos. Yeah, we uh, have scheduled uh, May three, four, five, because uh, you know Cinco de Mayo. Hell yeah, dude! Uh, so uh, we just posted it on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. We okay. really haven't posted anywhere else, which we will. Um, but, and we're trying to do the same thing we do every or every rally. Uh, we're trying to have a campsite in Chicago, which we found a location because, again, we want everybody to stick together. Uh, no one riding from far away from uh, Airbnb and spending, well, wasting money on an Airbnb. Just yeah. bring a tent, hang out with us in this big open spot. And the same thing, uh, we're beer throughout the weekend. We buy all the beer. Nice. Uh, we also feed you the whole weekend, Friday awesome, night, dude. Sunday morning. We're gonna feed you, and we promise to have two porta potties because our first rally, <laughs> we find out somebody literally shit their pants. <sighs> yeah, that'll like. It wasn't me, folks. I'll just say that. I wasn't there. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's what was I gonna say? Now that's that's a kind of funny, but two, um, that makes me happy because I want to admit. I wanted to hit a spring rally in the Midwest. Um, there's so much shit popping off. This is going to be a hard summer because, like, everybody said, like, mopeds were back last year. I think they're back this year. Like, it's full swing, and that calendar is stacked. I um, I mean, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to, like, I'm going through my own head. Like, I want to I wanna hit the Acadia. I, I've got plans to do that. I'm flying out for that. But I've got I got bakers I've got debt I mean you know you gotta yeah. you gotta you gotta choose pick and choose your battles um speaking yeah. of debt how much like what do you got any moped projects this winter you've been working on oh all the time year round uh working uh basically a pook uh what is it a magnum just powder coated it uh just orange and black mags. Nice. You know, your basic build, uh, but this is all the one. It's basic a Honda Urban with a Honda Hobbit. Uh, Honda Hobbit wheels, fork, and subframe on a Honda Urban frame. Okay. Uh, 
big sissy bar, big chopper bars, raccoon tail on the back. So that I got sounds that interesting. Going right I now. like it. I like it. Oh, it's, it looks it looks pretty nice. Uh, I don't know, just uh, I'm trying to think like something different. Uh, I mean, last year I put a a V1 uh, Gila uh, on a Hobbit suffering. I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, on a Hobbit frame. Mm-hmm. So Nav was actually at the rally. Uh, uh, Zeus uh, Carter uh, wrote it for me. <laughs> nice. So. I think I think I remember seeing that now that I you talk about that. Um, hell yeah, dude! Like that's awesome. And don't worry, everybody will do kind of a standard uh, moped rally preview. So yeah, uh, a little closer to the time. Um, yeah, Arturo, this has been rad. I'm glad I got to have you on the show. Glad you came on. We ch- chit chat a little bit about this. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, thank you very much for coming on. Do you want to shout out any like Instagram or anything like that for your club or yourself or any of that good stuff? Uh, just follow uh, Los Moranos uh, on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, that's the only thing we have. That's the only uh, way we post. Um, that's about it. it. It might be Los Moranos, Chicago, or just Los Moranos. Right on. Right on. All right, dude. Thank you so much for coming on Second Chance Moped Podcast. And don't forget, mopeds are dumb. Later.